You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in Farm D Nation to episode number 30 of the Farm D Money Podcast. Thank you all for joining me today. You know, in this episode, I want to talk about something that has become very, very popular over the last 12 to 18 months, and that is real estate. Because of the high demand of buyers in the real estate market and because of the low supply of available homes, real estate has shot up tremendously all over America. You could be sitting on a house that was worth $230,000 and a year later that house goes up to three hundred and ten. dollars It's not unrealistic to see prices like that skyrocket in America. Because of that, people have leaned into real estate and owning real estate as a way to diversify and continuously build their wealth while also maybe providing for an income stream through rental payments. And as this idea has gotten more and more popular, it has led more and more PharmDs down the road of looking into something like this. So in this episode, I want to talk about how you can prepare as a pharmacist to begin your real estate investing career if it's something you're looking at getting into. So if you're just starting out in real estate and you want to know what first step you should take, in my opinion, it should be organizing your personal finances first. Have a really, really good understanding of how your personal financial situation looks. Do you have a really strong and reliable job outlook? Because having a consistent source of income is going to be very helpful as you progress through this real estate ownership journey. Second is, do you have enough liquidity within your own personal financial situation in order to absorb some of the ups and downs most people experience as they get into owning real estate and renting that out? Do you have enough money saved up to make sure that your personal situations are taken care of? If you have a water heater go out at your primary residence, do you have enough money that you can go and get and pay something like that off while having additional cash available to take care of any updates that need to happen on your real estate property as well. Is your debt to income low enough? One of the biggest pain points people find in my experience from different people I have talked to who have gotten into real estate investing is they wish they would have paid down more debt before they would have gotten into real estate investing because it would allow them to have more cash flow flexibility. If you already owe other people a bunch of money for other different things, whether that's your mortgage, car payment, credit card, student loans, and stuff like that. It's really hard to add on additional debt and provide yourself with enough cash flow flexibility to be able to take advantage of the things that you're going to maybe want to be able to take advantage of owning additional real estate, specifically if it's a rental. And then finally, organizing your personal finances. You want to make sure current cash flow is a reality based off of what your expectation is owning real estate. And what I mean by that is, what do you currently spend your money on right now? And are there areas in your budget that if you had to cut back on, you'd have the ability to? So let's just say you like to go on three or four vacations a year with your family and you can afford it and that's great. Do you have the ability to cut back on those expenses if you needed to in any given month in order to meet the requirements from a 
dollar and cent standpoint to take care of your real estate business if unexpected events were to happen. So number one, if you're thinking about getting into real estate investing is to organize your personal finances. Uh, The next step you should take is to create a plan. Create a roadmap of what you want to accomplish and all the things along the way that you know you're going to run into that you should take care of right away. The first thing you should do when you create a plan is to find a mentor. Find somebody that has already done what you are attempting to go out and do. Who do you know in your circle of influence or in your network that has created a real estate portfolio and has been successful at it already? And you want somebody who has some history doing it as well. You don't want to talk to a friend and get advice from somebody who just started three months ago and they claim they know everything or pick out some random influencer on TikTok who claims to have built a real estate portfolio in six months that has allowed them to quit their job. A lot of that stuff is kind of BS, but find somebody who's been there, done that, who's had success over a long period of time doing what you're attempting to do. Next, plan your entry move. How are you going to get started? Are you just going to go to a bank, ask for financing for a rental property that you see is on Zillow and go that route? Do you want to pay off more of your current mortgage right now, turn your current property into a rental home, keep that interest rate the way it is right now, which hopefully is low, and then go out and upgrade your primary residence to something different? It doesn't matter which option you take, you just want to make sure you have a plan for entry so you know what action steps need to be taken in order to move that process forward. Next, you want to be very, very aware of what your cash flow estimates are going to be. And I would be much more on the conservative side when you create this part of your plan. So if you were to buy a rental property that you're going to rent out and collect that rental income from, what fair market value rents can you expect? Specifically, is it going to be something that is going to be higher or lower than what it's going to take from a mortgage standpoint to own that property? You're going to want to know that and you're going to want to know both best and worst case scenarios in different market environments. So then you're fully prepared with understanding additional resources you're going to need to have available, specifically just cash on hand to make up any shortfalls in case rents aren't enough to cover certain expenses in any given month. On top of that, you want to make sure you have a plan for management. So getting a rental property is cool and collecting that income is a great way to create side income for yourself and a great way to diversify your wealth and grow your wealth and maybe even prepare yourself better for retirement. But how are you going to manage that rental property, specifically if there's more than one? Are you handy enough to go in and be able to update things that need to be updated? Are you going to be available at three o'clock in the morning when your tenants call and say that the, the roof is leaking during a thunderstorm? Or are you going to offload all of that stuff onto a property management company? You're going to have to pay more for their services and it's probably going to cut into your margins, but then you don't have to worry about all that stuff. So are you handy enough to do it yourself or do you want to offload that to a property management company? And regardless of which step you go, you want to factor that into your cash flow estimates. And then finally, as far as creating your plan, what are the legalities you're going to have to be aware of? Are you buying a rental property that's right next to your primary residence in the same state and county you currently live? Are you going to buy a rental property in a completely different part of the state that you live in or a completely different state that you that is completely different than where you live right now? Because I will tell you, rules change depending on which location you buy a rental property in. And you're going to want to be very aware of those rules so you can set up lease agreements and other things appropriately so you don't find yourself getting into any sort of trouble down the road. 
So figuring out if there are lawyers in the area where you want to buy rental real estate at who specialize in that sort of thing is very, very important. And I know lawyers are very, very busy, so you're going to want to make sure that they have enough time to be able to take care of your needs in that regard. And then finally, from a legality standpoint and just overall knowledge, are you going to seek out a real estate agent who can help you through some of the muck that you're going to encounter when it comes time to buying and servicing your real estate portfolio? Again, whether that's one rental property, an apartment building, or something else. So who can you get in your corner that's going to help you with all the legalities and all the other things that you're going to eventually encounter encounter as a real estate investor? So again, organize your personal finances, create a plan. The next thing you're going to want to be prepared to do is get resourceful with yourself. Easy solutions won't always be there for the random problems that may pop up while you're building a real estate portfolio. So use that opportunity to sharpen your resourcefulness and sharpen your creative thinking and problem-solving skills. Something breaks and you could either go in and replace it a traditional way or maybe get creative and figure out a solution to a problem that isn't as common that could save you money and better the situation into the future. So use situations like that to learn new skills and to sharpen the creativity and problem-solving skills that you currently have because that's only going to make your job easier for the next set of problems that roll around. And then finally, embrace the grind of owning real estate, specifically rental real estate, and the sweat equity that it's going to involve. It will take work. There are going to be times where you're going to have to pick up a phone and you're going to have to track information down that isn't easily accessible on platforms like Google. You're going to have to follow up with people and you're going to have to Use skills that you probably haven't used before in order to navigate all the human complexity that gets involved with owning real estate. So just be aware that that is something that a lot of people don't think about, but it's going to be part of the process. So build your resourcefulness, create and nurture those problem solving skills, because the more you can do for yourself in that regard, the easier it's going to get as you continue to grow in that process. And then next, my personal opinion, if you're getting started in real estate investing, is to hire an accountant. There are so many weird, peculiar rules that are part of owning real estate, specifically specifically rental real estate. I mean, you look at just a couple of them. There are at-risk rules. There are passive activity loss rules. There's section 121 rules. It's a lot to keep track of. And if you aren't a professional dealing with that sort of stuff all the time, it could get very confusing and it could be very easy for you to trip yourself up from a tax standpoint. So instead of wasting a lot of your time in that regard, I would recommend hiring the taxation part out to an accountant or a CPA, specifically somebody who has an expertise in that area. Why? Because they can help you not make a big mistake that could bring everything down from a tax standpoint. And the other thing is you're going to get a lot of unsolicited advice once you become a real estate owner on different things you can and can't do. And it's going to be really, really hard to determine if what you're being told is actually true or not. Going back to what I talked about earlier, you could go on a social media platform like TikTok and you could scroll through there and you could find dozens and dozens and dozens of people who have claimed to build their own real estate empire who are also giving you unsolicited tax advice about how you can deduct all your real estate expenses from your personal expenses and you don't have to pay any more tax if you do it right 
And that's how rich people avoid paying tax. I see that all the time on a platform like TikTok, and a lot of the times it's just not true. That's not really how the rules work. And if you find yourself following advice like that, it could get you in a lot of trouble down the road, which is the last thing you want to have to worry about when you have all the other stuff that is probably more important at the time for you to spend your, for you to focus on when it comes to owning rental real estate. So hire an accountant, take that off your plate because I just think it's too complex and too time consuming for the average pharmacist to be able to navigate while they're trying to keep everything else organized and moving in the right direction when it comes to owning rental real estate. And then finally, my last tip, if you're preparing yourself to own rental real estate for the first time is to set realistic expectations. What is your end goal for doing this? Are you doing it so you can create side income for yourself so you can have extra cash to go on vacation? Great. Maybe it only takes one rental property to do that. Are you hoping to build a rental real estate portfolio that will earn you enough income and time freedom where you can eventually quit your normal pharmacist job? If that's a case, great, but set realistic expectations. Something like that most likely is not going to happen within a six to 12 month time frame. So don't get anxious and don't put too much pressure on yourself. And for God's sakes, don't quit your regular job way too early, specifically if things continue to go good or start to go good right away. Because real estate investing and owning real estate and building a real estate portfolio is not linear. It's not a smooth path. There will be bumps in the road and doing something irrational like quitting your job too early could make those down periods on that path of growing your real estate portfolio that much more painful. So set realistic expectations for yourself and understand that there will be problems you will encounter no matter how good times are right now. And keeping your job and staying on plan with what you first mapped out and setting realistic expectations for yourself is going to be very, very important because it's going to allow you to avoid accentuating some of the painful moments that people experience as they're trying to grow their real estate investing portfolio. So if you're a PharmD and you're thinking about setting down the road of wanting to own any sort of rental real estate or building a real estate investment portfolio, great. Before you start, make sure that these points that we talked about in this podcast, which is organizing your personal finances, creating a plan, getting resourceful, hiring an accountant, and setting real expectations are in place because that will give you the right type of foundation that will help set the road for success as you continue on in that journey. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at farmdfp.com with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.